genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end of the world's end, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Today we're preparing to annihilate Minute 91, which begins with Gary asking the network who the fuck it is to tell them what to do, and ends with Andy telling the network that they may think Gary is a bit of a cock. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a great minute. It is. Really uh, big carryover to you know to, to carry over a conversation that we had with Cass last week. Mm-hmm. Big uh, drunk time lord energy this minute. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, and it just keeps getting worse. I feel like as this scene progresses and they are like really less, in the thick of it. Yeah, they're and and they're like less stressed out as they were like yes. during their fight a second ago. Yeah, like, yeah. like uh, last week. Um, I think as this go progresses. They're just getting – it's like the, the, the amount of drunk that they are mm-hmm. is just hitting them really hard yeah. again. The adrenaline wears off. Right. The adrenaline, yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, wow. Yeah, I am drunk uh, because it just gets – like, oh, progressively throughout this week, <laughs> it's just they get more and more drunk and belligerent. Yeah. And it's uh, it's quite a thing to see. Yeah, fuck off your big lamp. Fuck off my big. Fuck off your big lamp is fantastic. Amazing. Uh, I I also I think underrated uh, under underappreciated joke in this is uh, is the network being like, uh, have you not marveled at the uh, at the at the technological uh, advancements that we've made in the past twenty five years? No, no, (laughs) (laughs) it's so good. (laughs) Could could give less of a shit. (laughs) No. <laughs> and it's such a great like payoff joke because like you know we've seen his phone we know that he's like this is very much a dude stuck in time mm-hmm. so it's like yeah they really are they really did it's like his whole life has been leading to this moment yeah of being the one person who is just a brick wall to this they really, he's like their kryptonite yeah yeah well you know and i think it's interesting too because um you know the network frames this scene the sequence as an intervention yeah um an intervention on the they, human race yeah they're in like the that captain america homecoming meme right yeah you know they're sitting down gonna have a chat with with the riley yeah sure youth. well but but it's you know it's but they're so they're they're framing it as an intervention which is uh to say like hey you are the most human person we've ever met sure yeah. Uh, and so we're going to explain to you what your problem is and how we can fix it and how we can help you fix it, etc. Um, and but at the same time, you know, obviously there's a sense of uh, uh alcoholic intervention, um, that could be happening here to Gary personally rather than as Gary representative of of the human race, right? Right? And uh, and it's interesting because the movie starts with him part of a part of a a, a group therapy uh circle mm-hmm. 
and now he's at the center of a circle in an intervention. So right. it's like it's sort of like uh, using kind of yeah, like kind of finding a, a, an unexpected way of translating one iconography to another. Mm-hmm. You know, the sort of the shorthand language that we all kind of have picked up through osmosis of like, oh, this is a circle, right? For like people in a support group, right? And then bring or like, oh, I, I, an intervention. You know, I know what these are, right? And then transferring that over to like this crazy social sci-fi, like. Kind of like combining, like, oh, I see what they're doing, even with this, yeah, even with, yeah, even with the robots and the aliens, yeah, yeah, because it's 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 you know the the way that the blocking of the scene is is uh, put together is you know it very much is yes he's standing in a circle, but he's not surrounded by blanks. It's more of just like because they're like kind of up against a wall. Yeah, it almost looks like a tribunal, right? You know, um, which is more of an intervention, yeah. thing where you're 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 surrounding the person that you're trying to intervene in, so they can't get away because mm-hmm. they have to listen to what you yeah. have to say. Um, though I'm not entirely sure about the ramifications of interventions if that's. If that's a thing that actually works or if it's forcing someone to do something that – like forcing someone to reckon with some, something they're not ready to reckon with. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't know like as far as like a men- from a mental health standpoint, from, a, um, from an addiction standpoint, does an intervention actually help or does it actually make them more frustrated with – the situation uh, that they're in, I've you know done, what I mean. I've done zero research, so I have absolutely no. Yeah, yeah. No well, place the, to I'm, say. I'm not. I'm not asking for an answer. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm posing the oh, question okay. because I don't know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so that could be part of what's happening here. Is maybe mm. there was research done by um, by uh, Peg and and Edgar, mm-hmm. and they came to the conclusion that like, no, it actually is. This would be the result. Mm. Is is like no? If you you can't, an intervention doesn't actually work. You know, like not in the way that you hope that it does. Yeah, that uh, yeah, it feels more like an attack than you offering help. It feels more like you're. It feels less like an intervention and more like an ultimatum. Right. Yeah. Which and, is not good. Yeah. Yeah. Gary. Gary sees this as Big Brother. Another here it comes. Another force trying to control me. Right. Trying to like tell me what to do and when to go to bed and what I can't do. Right. And only now. Gary seems to be emboldened mm-hmm. because he is not fighting for himself. He kind of is, but he's also he thinks he's fighting for the human race, mm-hmm. and to a certain extent, he is. Mm-hmm. So he he kind of takes on in this minute this kind of like, hey, you don't get to talk about my species like this. Yeah, like hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up for my people, right? You know? Right, and it's it's interesting. Yeah, I think it's I think it's probably. You know, one of the arguments that the movie's ultimately making is that um, the only way through addiction, and it, it, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Simon Pegg is sober. Mm. I, I'm fairly certain. I'll have to look that up between episodes. But I think that that's a thing. I okay. think like around when he started losing all that weight. Sure, doing yeah, getting into the the running and the, the right. possible fitness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think he went sober, maybe not because he was an alcoholic necessarily, but just as like a health choice. Mm-hmm. But I, I I imagine that, and I think they've said that this character is sort of based on someone that they know mm-hmm. um, to a certain extent, and uh, I wonder if this is all coming from the fact that like, oh, you can't help someone who doesn't want to help themselves. Like that's mm-hmm. not. 
Like yeah. when you're when you're in this place, you can't do that, and that includes that goes for Gary King's alcoholism. It also goes toward the human race. The human race. You yeah. you can't help them if they don't want to help themselves. I mean, we're seeing that right now with the with with absolutely. Yeah, yeah you you can't help but see the parallels watching right. this in 2020. Right of of being like, wow, we we just seem to be incapable of like. You know, we, we seem to have such a fear of control. Yeah. And such a fear of, like, being, quote, told what to do. Right. And, yeah. And it, and it can be frustrating. And at times, like, like it is with Gary emboldening. Right. Like, well, that's what makes us great. And, like, I'm not feeling that right now. Well, but, but but we're not we're not the Gary Kings in this situation. Sure, yeah, we're doing what we're told and yeah, what what yeah. is for the betterment of our our of the human race. Right. This, um, this is how the people who are like refusing to wear masks, putting underwear over their faces out of protest, right. at a Target. Yeah, yeah, right. This is how they feel. Yeah, or coughing on fake coughing on people, or yeah. you know whatever. Um, and so it it is interesting because I think I think it is a. You know, I think it's 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 something that we can easily dismiss as well. Ignorant people act like that, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, yes, mm-hmm. that's not incorrect. Yeah. Um, but also, because I think that I think that there's something about ignorance being, because you know, there's that saying like ignorance is bliss, sure. right? And I think that there is a a an addiction that comes to that, mm-hmm. as in like being addicted to that ignorance to that bliss to not having to do to look into things yeah. and research things and like those, care about people yeah. and like like those people that you know whenever someone chooses to like oh I'm going to film me confronting this person right you know uh it's it's always like there there's a proudness in you know of like well I haven't read anything or I don't I don't know anything about it but right. I'm using my gut right I'm going with my and you know I'm using a and this is like you know a problem that we see not even just in this country. I mean, you know, yeah. But there were there was like a protest in Berlin like a few days ago. Right, right, right. And um, and yeah, and it's it's this weird like yeah this this is like aversion to control because like I'm also thinking about like oh like um the people who are who won't wear masks mm-hmm. are very seem to be very self centered. Like mm-hmm. don't tell me what to do. Right. Don't control me. Right. And the argument for people who are like wearing masks whenever they go outside mm-hmm. is like, oh well, it's because I care about the other, mm-hmm. the neighbor, mm-hmm. and the 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 agreement that we're making is that they're going to care about me and I'm going to care about them and we're going to take care of each other. Right. And there and to kind of take that and transfer it over to this movie, mm-hmm. do you know like. Would anyone but Gary be making coming to this conclusion? Would another human in this position be like, you know what? They're right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And yeah. and you know, it's 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 interesting because the argument that they're making, you know, I think we talked about earlier about um, this being a, you know, one of the many allegories that you can use for this. <laughs> sure, is of uh, being an adult becoming a. Uh, yeah. you know a, uh, a member of society a member of so- a working member of society mm-hmm. um, a contributing member of society yeah. and I think that that's a fair assessment and I think that it works especially for the beginning of the movie but now that we're near the end of it and we're seeing that like almost the entire town are blanks yeah 
are they really a part of society at that point? Are they contributing parts of society or are they just like worker bees? Yeah. And at that point it's like, well, well now, now, you know, we're, we're muddying the waters on, on what the allegory is. Yeah. And I think at the beginning it was about being a contributing member of society. And now we're, we're going into what is helpful in terms of Control. someone in tr- trouble. Yeah. How right. Are we, how are we helping people? Right. And are we helping them by just telling them what to do? They told me when to go to bed. Right. Yeah. Or are we helping them by letting them help themselves? Yeah. Teaching them, giving them the tools. Right. To like, hey, you can you can learn how to get out of this hole yourself. Right. You mean with, with with a support system. Right. You, hopefully. Right. But like, you can learn how to take care of your and do this yourself. We don't. You don't have to feel like a prisoner. Right. And I think I think that that's what is happening at this point in the movie. Yeah. Um, I think I think this the the allegory has sort of shifted halfway yeah. through. It feels like. And what's so interesting, you know, and and when what do we say when we say contributing members of society? Mm-hmm. Because what's so interesting about again, like the mask thing for a second, yeah, is whenever someone wears a mask and goes outside, they are contributing to society because they are actively like trying to prevent, actively working to prevent the spread of this virus. Yeah. And that is a way of contributing to society and that you are making it healthier. Right. That has nothing to do with money. Right. It has nothing to do with you're better because you have this job, you're lesser because you have this job. Right. It's just this like simple act right. of, of doing a thing to just like stop this bad thing from happening. Right. And when we talk about how uh, the other musketeers have all become, quote, functioning members of society because they've all kind of attained these desirable <clears throat> white collar jobs. Sure. Whereas Gary is seen as like a malcontent and worthless at times because he's not doing anything. Right. You know, and, and yeah, he has these, and he has these problems and these, these, these demons that he's hasn't really ever learned how to process. Right. And like, is that his fault? Yeah. Like why, you know, it kind of, for the first time makes me kind of more critical of the musketeers. Yeah. For, like kind of just oh well, Gary Gary's a washout he's a loser. Well, I think the movie's being being yeah, that you know because I think the movie is saying like you know yeah uh, it's frustrating that your friend left you in the lurch mm-hmm. when you needed his support. But I think the argument that was being made during that big fight between Andy and Gary mm-hmm. was that like Andy didn't realize how bad Gary had it because he was so focused on himself and his own problems. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until that moment that he realized, like, oh, I fucked up, too. Mm-hmm. Like, we both fucked up. Yeah. We both fucked up this relationship. It wasn't just you. Mm-hmm. Um, because I didn't see – I was blaming you for your problems rather than trying to support you. Yeah. Uh, or or trying to find a way for us to support each other or whatever. There was yeah. – Gary had no support system. He lost it. Mm-hmm. It's It's incredibly empathetic. But- yes. From a screenwriting perspective, yes, and it's it's kind of miraculous for a comedy to have such a multi layered, fleshed out, like flawed but beautiful like friendship. Yeah, inside of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and 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 you know, okay, uh, but to bring Andy up again, he uh, he speaks. He's inspired. <laughs> it's, he finally like chimes in, like oh, I'm I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah, Bill Nye. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, he, he he finally steps in there at the end when he's telling that them that the you know, like, uh, he basically suggests that like 
you know, he's like, oh, do you think the earth would be better if it was a bunch of people like you? And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. It's like, it's like that, 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 you know, that friend that will like call out your shit and mm-hmm. give you shit all the time. But as soon as anyone else does, you know, it's like, Definitely. it's like, oh, fuck you. That's my friend. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. 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 It's pretty great. Yeah. And then it's uh and yeah, and, and Andy's and Andy's addition to the argument is like who put you in charge? Right. Who decided that you get to tell us what to do? Right. And yeah, we'll see and we'll see how that I I guess in this case to kind of further the 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 allegory is like when people are like, Well, who told us to wear the mask? And they're like the scientists. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, who put them in charge? Sci- yeah, science, <laughs> science. Yeah, they're just telling us what the science says. They're not making up the science, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, yeah, I. You know, I think it's. I think we're we're getting into some really interesting stuff with this. Um, the the whole allegory of of you know what this movie's really about. Yeah. Oh, oh, and we didn't even get into another thing that's really interesting about this this world of the, the world of the world's end, as it were, is. In this universe, the network are responsible for the quote like twenty or so year advancement in communication technology. Yeah, cell phones, the internet, social media, right, what have you, right. Um, and probably and 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 but then because of that, them leaving our our reliance on that technology as a society means mm-hmm. that when they leave, we are fucked. Right. Yeah. Like that's the reason why everything goes down is because. We everything is is loaded up onto the internet, you yeah. know, in one way or another, mm-hmm. um, and it's yeah. I mean, it's just gonna it's just gonna wreck wreck us yeah. when they are when they bail like revolution. Yeah, um, and uh, but it's it's yeah it's it is interesting and it does make sense in terms of like you know it it's crazy how quickly everything the technology moved surged sure. Um, kind of in your lifetime, right? Right. Uh, it is. It is crazy. It doesn't seem crazy. No. Until you like, you literally go back like ten years and look at the first iPhone. Yeah. It's like, oh Jesus. Wow. Or or fifteen years and look at the first iPod. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Versus yeah, yeah. what we have now. Or in the yeah, of hands. like you know, like my first computer was like a Windows ninety five. Right. Sure. Mine too. And uh, yeah, yeah, and like it, it's a box. Yeah, I can't imagine what that looks like to uh, like a twelve-year-old kid today. Right, right. You know, um, whereas like if you went from the seventies back to the sixties, like you go ten years, and yeah. it's like, well, okay, I mean, it's mostly the same. You know, it's so interesting because like you know they, yeah, like there was this crazy, and then all, but yet there's also so many parts of our society that have stagnated. Yeah, like we always talk about space travel. Sure, and how disappointing it is that sure. like we're, we haven't we're you know we're not even at two thousand and one yet, right? Uh, but and, and yet, if you go two thousand one is space odyssey. Space for those odyssey. of you who are very confused about what he just said, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is a six out of ten chance they knew what I was talking about. Yeah, sure. Uh, but there, but then you watch two thousand one space odyssey as as we did a few nights ago, mm. and it's so interesting the parts that they like, the you know, you still have they sell like fax paper coming out, mm-hmm. and it's. So it's so in, like you know it, I don't know that weird. You're right. There have been, but you, fax paper wasn't even a thing, right? In in '68 or whatever I when I that know. came out, I don't I don't think it was. Got it. Pretty sure it wasn't. What were they doing before then? Huh? I I don't mail. 
just a, a little a little boy that they hired to run back and forth. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> seriously. <laughs> yeah, they had like runners and stuff. Um, oh man, those are the yeah. Well, those are not the days. But no, <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> a nightmare of a lack of communication between people. Like, um, everything took forever. So, so the network's argument is that these, so, so, so things like self, the, this technology was more like seeds or like, or like pipeline. You, well, I think seeds is right. Cause like, I mean, it, it really is like they, they, they present it almost like seeds in the earth. Visually. Yeah. yeah visually. Um, you see phones, you see screens and they're kind of chirping together in that, like, I'm just noticing the kind of hive font logo right aesthetic and then it all like goes into the earth um it's also um i think you know as communication technology gets better right he, he says i specifically um the network says that the earth grow, grew smaller while communication technology grew larger mm. um and really i actually think it 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 feels weird to say it that way. It feels like it should be the opposite because the the Earth grew smaller because communication technology grew larger. Yeah. Not but not despite. not not the other way around, right? Yeah. It's not like oh the Earth grew smaller, but hey, communication got larger, and it's like well, it's yeah, it's smaller because of the communication. It's like communication was such a holdup in terms of like how technology progressed. Because if one person was working on something on one coast versus the other coast, all you could do was call. If you had to send them paperwork, you had to mail it to them. Yeah. That's days, we a week. Oh, yeah. um, and so er, er, you know everything took forever. And now we could just like, oh yeah, let me just shoot that to you right now, and you just shoot them an email, and they get it, and they oh, they sure. can you know continue on with whatever it is. And it's just that thing. And now now we're not even talking about like. Within the country, we're talking about globally, mm-hmm. and it's just like all of this technology is shrinking the planet to a point where, yes, England or China or Japan is far away, but I can send an email to someone there and they would get it in 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, I, I mean, uh, you know, the simple something, you know, Geek by Night wouldn't be possible. Right, right. You know, like imagine trying to like, like send Naomi a microphone <laughs> yeah. or like a script. Yeah. Instead of emailing it to her, having to like, well, right. It's in the it's on a boat in the ocean right now. Yeah, it'll get there one day. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you'll have to send me your line somehow. Yeah. It'll go on another boat. Like just yeah. tapes. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get it in like three months. It's, it's like when you read books about how they used to have to send films in like the 30s and 40s. How it used to just come in like film stock. Yeah. And it's like, hey, uh, uh, I dropped it. You what? I dropped it. I dro- I dropped the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I dropped the movie in a lake, and now it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's uh, you know they they did do all of these things, but the p- purpose of it from their perspective was not to you know tighten up communication on Earth. It was to sow seeds of the network. Yeah. Faster. Yes. To spread their message faster. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the purpose yeah. of it. Yeah, and things like. You know, TikTok, mm-hmm. blogs, right. podcasting. Right. It was all just kind of weird things that we did with it. Right. Unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, I think uh, I think that's all we got for this minute. Um, guys, go to – if you're on Facebook, uh, make sure that you've joined the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub. There's not much left, but, you know, <laughs> the next three weeks should be interesting. 
Uh, so and then we're blowing it up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Cornet, or or we'll just we'll just keep the 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 group going forever. Yeah, uh, I mean we still like, get we still get people that are doing the back, contributing stuff to the Back to the Future. Well, one person that was the joke I was going to make. Oh. was that like or we could just keep it going and like one person would just continuously post uh, uh. for for you know years on end um, and use it as their own personal. Is it only one person? Yes, it's only one person. I don't think I've ever picked up on that. Yeah, it's the same person every every post. Okay. Um. Uh. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> The Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub, that's on Facebook. Join there if you want. If you haven't already, you probably have already made the decision not to, and <laughs> that's fine. Um, we will... Uh, Catch you on the next one. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow we'll be back uh, with Minute 92, but for now, let's boo-boo.